Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Intentional Love Podcast. My name is Kiana. And I'm Nakia. And this week we are coming to you with the topic of... Jealousy. So we're just going to go ahead and jump right in and get started. Um, We're coming from Genesis 4, starting with verse 3 and going to verse 7. All right. So Genesis chapter 4, verse 3 says, In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. And Abel also brought an offering, fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering. But on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry and his face was downcast. Then the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry and why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, you will not be accepted. But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. You want to keep going? Okay. Now Cain said to his brother Abel, let's go out to the field. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. So, there you go. Just one more. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Backstory to that, if y'all don't know, Cain and Abel are Adam and Eve's children. And they, um, Cain was the oldest and Abel was the youngest. And they grew up together to give, um, the Lord offerings. And Cain was mad at Abel because the Lord accepted his offering, but not Cain's or his. And he killed his brother. (laughs) It was crazy because why would you do that? But, um. And so, like, in the scripture, you can also kind of see a little bit where you can see him kind of getting upset. Like, he's mad. Like, Abel, why are you trying to one-up me almost? And I think, you know, when it comes down to the real issue here, it was kind of like the heart behind the offering, right? So while we're talking about jealousy, it I just want to kind of touch a little bit behind the heart of giving. Um, so in this situation, you see Abel kind of having like this heart of like, I want to give God my very best. I want to be able to lay down before him the best of everything that I have because he's God and he's worthy of that and then you have Cain where he's just kind of like a little passive in his giving to God or his sacrifice to God and even when you think about our lives right um, when it comes to like surrendering or sacrificing to God we're typically quick to give him things that we don't really care about but here you have Abel who's like I'm gonna give you the best I'm gonna give you everything that I got because you're worthy of that God and so I feel like there's something that's precious in that scripture too that you can kind of pull out of just being mindful of the heart that we have behind giving and sacrificing to God right because we should always be wanting to give him everything give him the best of everything that we got um but just in human nature I feel like we're typically conditioned to kind of be like Cain where it's like I'll give you this but it's normally like scraps or leftovers we don't want to give God everything um or the best of everything we want to kind of just give them where we feel like that's enough to suffice. And the heart behind it is ultimately where, you know, God was kind of displeased with Cain. Right. And so as we kind of go a little further in the story, you start to see Cain getting upset because God like responded and was moved by Abel's offering or sacrifice. And 
he was rejecting ultimately Cain's sacrifice, but Cain, instead of him taking a step back and kind of just like being like, okay, well, what was the difference between the two things and being like, okay, this is where I can improve or like Lord reveal to me where the error is in what I did or why you aren't really being receptive of what it is that I've done. Because I genuinely do believe that if the heart, like, yes, Abel brought like, you know, the, the first, what is it? The first born meat and fat and stuff. And Cain brought fruits, but I think if Cain if Cain had brought the fruits and the vegetables, but they were like the best fruits and vegetables that he had, and he had the heart of actually giving the best of it to God, just not like, oh, this is all I could pull together last minute to bring before God as an offering, I think the Lord would have re- received it. But I think, once again, it goes back to the heart behind the sacrifice. Oh, that's good. The heart <laughs> behind the sacrifice. Hold on. Okay. That'll preach. The heart behind the sacrifice. Um, but... Um, going further, just to kind of touch on the topic that we're actually talking about, because I feel like I kind of got diverted a little bit. Um, but I did want to touch on that because I feel like that is important. The heart behind the sacrifice is important, but to talk on the jealousy aspect, right? So Cain is in this place where he's looking at his brother and he's kind of like, okay, like you don't team me up because now you're getting this recognition and this acknowledgement and I'm not getting much. And so you can kind of see the pride flash a little bit. Like, you know, his pride is hurt. He's like, oh, he's getting acknowledgement and he's getting like, you know, the kudos and the Lord's like, yeah, you can do better. And you kind of see like this, these little things that are kind of triggering a jealousy effect towards his brother. He's like, mm, I'm mad at you. But like, I feel like he probably wasn't really able to articulate why he felt that way. It was just like, I'm mad, you know? Um, but in here, we see, obviously, that it's kind of jealousy. Um. Jealousy is like a poisonous snake or roaring fires. Jealousy is too deadly to play with. Don't pretend that jealousy is no big deal because it will grow into something bigger than what you intended it to be. Like, it could start really small or you might not even notice it and then it's just like, Boom, like dang why don't I like this or mm-hmm. I don't like her him yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> yeah because honestly I mean I feel like in like I feel like especially like when you're younger um it's really easy to kind of get like it's easy to kind of get wrapped up into that I mean I see grown folks that can kind of have like jealous tendencies but I think it kind of just comes from like a lack of just appreciating where they're at in life right mm-hmm. but um I know that, like, younger, for sure, like, there were times where we'd be like, dang, I'm jealous, like, they just got this whole da 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 or you become envious, I guess, um, and you can just be like, dang, they got this, and that's nice, and I kind of want that a little bit, and I'm, like, mad that you got it, but I don't type of thing, um, but when it comes to kind of, like, combating, like, those issues or those, um, emotions I think there are a few things that um, I have that I think can be helpful in kind of pulling you back from kind of crossing that line because like Kia was saying earlier when you cross over into that jealousy it can start to breed a lot of nasty things or it can grow into something bigger than you could have ever imagined and it can begin to infiltrate all areas of your life and it can cause you to probably be in a place where you're just very bitter and unhappy and nasty (laughs) and just you know just ugly and I don't think none of y'all want to be in that type of place I mean I know I personally don't want to be in that place but I mean shoot you want to be in that place Mm -hmm. I ain't think so neither have you ever had a moment where you was jealous of course I feel like uh maybe I I hope no you said of course I mean I mean I feel like everybody has has been but like you know I don't want to downplay everybody and be like 
Yeah, y'all have one. <laughs> hey, it, like, hey, no, I'm not. Listen, they probably all experienced it, so <laughs> I ain't even worried about that. What was what was that experience like for you? Definitely, like it was definitely about like items, which mm-hmm. I can live without. But I was like, dang, like oh, they got these type of clothes. Like oh, I want that. I want mm-hmm. this. Who want money? But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like like it was little things for me though. It wasn't mm-hmm. like nothing. Crazy. And I was like, you know what? I still like I still have stuff that kinda that compared to that, but they're you know, smaller, but it's still there. And mm-hmm. I have it. So let me not get too caught up in yeah. it, right? I know like like I said, younger it was like a pretty heavy like thing, I feel like. But I also was quickly humbled in that sense too, because like people used to be like I remember this one time um, like I found myself kind of being like a little envious or jealous when I was like younger and stuff. But like I said, I, hum- I found myself kind of being humbled in this area before because people were like, oh, yeah, like I know your family got money or whatever. Y'all live in this big till house is that in the third. And I think that was kind of like a time where I realized like how fortunate I actually was that it was like, let me shut the heck up because like I'm sitting here speaking as if I don't have or like my parents haven't done a lot to provide the things that I've wanted or desired. Um, because like, even looking back and even I'm about to be 26 this year and I still can't think of anything that I absolutely wanted that I did not get. And God has blessed me and my family tremendously. And like given my parents the ability to give us what it is that we desired or what it is that we wanted. And so thank you, Jesus for, you know, doing that for us but it also just allowed me to see things from a different perspective because I used to be I used to be confused because people used to be envious or jealous of the things that I had but you know like I said when you're younger you're not really thinking about like you're not really appreciating everything Mm -hmm. because I feel like it's harder to kind of see that full scope until you have interactions like the one that I just discussed where it's like oh you have all these things y'all must be it's like uh no (laughs) we're not like we don't have it but like we have more sometimes than others. So that kind of just like pushes us into like different ways. Like the next part of this where there are different ways to kind of combat jealousy. And so the first one is going to be demonstrate gratitude in life. Um, And I think when we're, one of the things that's actually on my prayer board for this year is gratitude. It's a word. It's at the top of my, um, my um, vision board for this year. But the thing about it is when you're cultivating a lifestyle of gratitude, not only are you thanking God for the things that he's done, it's really hard for you to get caught up in the things that you don't have because you're just being grateful for the things that you have. And so I suggest, you know, jealousy issues aside, cultivating a, a atmosphere or a lifestyle of gratitude is something that I think is crucial for all Christians because it helps us to focus on the things that God has already done. And obviously, when we think about God too, like as if we're in a place where we're constantly thanking him for everything that he's done, of course, anybody, like if you think about like when you give somebody a gift and they say, thank you, and it gives you that little feel good feeling and you want to keep on giving because, you know, giving to them because they're excited about what it is that they got from you because they're showing gratitude, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like it's the same way that God kind of looks at us when it's like, we're thanking him and we're like, in a place of like just being grateful for the little things he's done or even the big things that he's done, he's going to want to continue to pour out. I mean, he's the heavenly father. He has control over everything. I'm sure like no good thing will he withhold from his people. So I feel like when you cultivate a, a, a atmosphere or a lifestyle of gratitude, nothing but blessings can come from that. Right. Mm-hmm. Because when praises go up, blessings come down. Okay. And I think that, 
And I think that just kind of once again points back to just cultivating a lifestyle of gratitude. The second one is avoid um, activities that encourage um, comparison. So this used to be like a really, really big thing of mine. I used to want to compare like my life where I was in life, the things that I had, the things that I wanted against other people. And it caused me to be so miserable. Like I had to learn to develop or get to a place where I stopped comparing any part of my life to anybody else's because we all are on our own individual journeys. All of the things, you never know what people had to do to get the things that they had. You don't know what they had to go through to get the things that they had. And you don't know what they're working through or what they have to do to maintain what it is that they have. So I think, you know, just being mindful of that and just not placing everything as like a race or a competition, like run your own race. Stop looking over in everybody else's lane. They do, they, what they do and what they got, that's their business. What you got and what you do is your business. Um, I think also, Another thing is just going to be focused on Jesus, right? Because I think if you keep your mind on God, it kind of, it, it shifts everything else because the things that we are coveting or the things that we are jealous of, it begins to not matter because at the end of the day, if God's our number one priority, it, I feel like it washes away all the other things that are trying to kind of attach themselves to us. Um, so just being focused on God. Um, and then obviously prayer, I think a lot of things, because sometimes they're deeply rooted in, um, different things. Um, and I think as you continue to pray and you continue to grow in Christ, he will begin to, um, you'll be, you'll be satisfied with God and that the things that you feel like you're lacking, he will fill with more of himself. And I think that will leave you feeling more than satisfied in life. So the moral of the story of Cain and Abel and jealousy is even though it was filled with tragedy the story of Cain and Abel teaches us to value a valuable lesson about living with serenity through their example we learn how not only our actions but our attitudes matter to God and how devastating sin's consequences can be amen well, that's all that we have for this week, guys. We hope that you were able to take something from this um, and be able to use it and apply it to your day-to-day life. Um, we do have a song of the week, and that is going to be... Well, Kia's pulling it up. Sorry. Bear with us for just a snidgy longer. She's pulling it. Um, it is going to be... No Longer Bound by Forrest Frank. I was a little confused because when I read the album, it says California Cowboy. Don't be alarmed. The song is good. The song is good. Give it a listen. Let us know what you think. (laughs) It's a good one. It's a banger, I promise. So a lot of the songs and stuff that we kind of put for our songs of the week, we are mixing with like some christian r&b some christian rap we got some oldies and goodies but we also have some newer things that are kind of i don't want to say like modernized but some stuff that you can kind of because gospel can bang too that's actually a playlist thing on spotify but like they have you know a lot of artists that are coming out that are making music that glorifies god so we're trying to just incorporate that in this um journey but we are so grateful that you guys tune in with us and we hope that you, you will come back next week We got something new for you. And my name is Kiana. And I'm Nakia. 
And we are the Intentional Love Podcast. Intentionally loving you right where you are. Bye, guys.